The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terramina. Welcome to OAA Now here. I'm Sammy Terramina, blogger of the Dragons Insider blog of Inside the OAA, one of the hosts between Terramina and OAA Television. Like to welcome our friends hearing us on a local voice on SoundCloud and also those hearing us on Orient Neighborhood Television. Got here in this weekend. Yeah, back again. A lot to talk about. Oh Recap. A lot of boys basketball stuff to talk about. We have districts this week. We're going to preview each district. What a crazy and close to crazy the last close. week of the regular season. Yes. Um, if you're a Pontiac fan, Dude. you got to be just disappointed <laughs> right now. Um, if you are a um, if you're a Groves fan. You just can't get used to that buzzer beater. I mean, yeah. and then, of course, um, but a lot to talk about. Yeah. Let's look at last week's games yeah. before we talk the whole district. We, we, we had, yeah, we had a lot of talk up of some of the games, the key matchups. The one was, the one was Oxford, Oxford Pontiac. And what happened? <laughs> what in the world happened to Pontiac? They had a home game inside Green Gym. I've seen the Twitter p- post saying, like, how big it was for them. Yeah. You know, they was, was it jammed? I mean, it we... was jam packed there. And then to go in there and lay an egg like that, to lose a game like that, to give up 76 points. That's a lot. Yeah. You know, and the, and to hear the fact that you had three guys that were kicked off your team that whole week, you know, to realize, and one of them was your starting center. That's on, that's, that's horrible. So, what was the story behind that? I mean, I know they you got ch- no fight. Got they no got fight. No fight. I mean, how? How? I mean, I say how? How dumb is that? How? Just, how I, dumb? That's terrible. Yeah. I mean, you 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 you're coming it, in. It sucks the air out of the room, doesn't it? It takes I mean, the air out of the room. You're coming in night. You're coming in to the biggest game of your possibly in your the school's, in the school's biggest game. Since they merged. merged. Yes, I was going to say, in the Phoenix history. Yes. And you do that. Mm. You do that. And then you p- go in and play Oxford, and then you basically just lay an egg. Yeah. Particularly, the game was over in the first quarter. Yeah, that's – and what was the score at the end of the first? 23 to 6. Yeah. 23 to 6. That's inexcusable. That's a that's a sign that the the team was kind of gutted. I mean, after your starting center's gone and you're going, uh oh, and they just mentally. And halftime, it was thirty nine nineteen. Hey, give it to Oxford. Yeah, I they give, came in. I to, just need Laylaw and that staff a lot of credit. Th- yeah, and those absolutely. players a lot of credit. You know, people ask me, you know, why don't you give Oxford a lot of love? You don't. Know, I say. Dude, I give Steve Laidlaw a lot of love. Yes. I mean, like, Steve Laidlaw is one of the best coaches in our league, for goodness sakes. I mean, like, Steve Laidlaw has done a wonderful job with that team. Coming yeah. back from, um, coming back to the to the Wildcat program after um, he was um, wrongly forced out. Um, and then was a, spent a couple of years um, coaching with Avondale before coming back. But, um. Steve Laidlaw's Jeez, done a wonderful, fantastic. wonderful job. And that that man deserves a lot of credit. If he's not, and I, everybody asked me, if I had to give the coach a year. Yes. Out, last week I said it was going to be Josh Schroeder. You know what? I take my I take it back now. I have to give it to Steve Laidlaw because I, of what he has done with that team. Yes. 19-1. You know, that's everything how, you got to say. How, and how hard – 
just the difficulty of mm-hmm. doing that in the high school ranks, especially with, I mean, Oxford isn't known for going, hey, we're going to lose one game all season. No, they're not. You know, and to have what they've done and bounce back. I mean, they've had close games. Yeah. And, they got some and wins weathered too. those storms. They and, got some wins, too, yes. to say. I mean, like, Solid you beat Pontiac twice. Yeah. You beat Ferndale yes. once. You go. You beat Lake Orion once. I mean, that's that's a strong resume there. Yes. I mean, you know, and then you got to look at, um. then, of course, you look at um Pontiac. You know what I mean? On Pontiac's side, you finish 18-2, and two and you don't get anything. Yeah. Well, that was that was kind of the setup in last week's pod, mm-hmm. right? Someone's going to go home Someone's with a bag of lemons. Home. Yeah, <laughs> and unfortunately, it's Pontiac. Yeah, and it's some of it could be self-inflicted with uh, the off-the-field or off-the-court uh, problems. That's that's unfortunate. It's tough. It's really, really tough. All that hard work they put in and kind of just And for to see that, to see that one incident decide. Yeah. You're, now Pontiac's got a chance to um, redeem themselves. Yes, we're gonna talk about that in the next segment with districts. Yes, um, but you know, but when you look at when you look at the road for both these teams to lead to the blue title, I mean, for Oxford, it was really it's just got to be very special for that program. Yes. You know, it's got to be. Yeah. Um, the other champions, of course, Adams winning the white championship. Um, Adams was. 0-2 to start the year. Yes. 17 Some injuries. They were yeah. nursing some Major injuries. Major injury to Gunnar Walters. And Austin Yearsay as well. Um, they finished 17-1 in their last 18 games. Great. And That's now they're, fantastic. They're finished 17-3 white champions. Red Clarkston. You know, they finished 7. They started off 0-2. Yeah. 117 straight. straight. Yeah. And now they're 17-2 rolling along. And then, of course, you have... um. And let's look at these other teams. Let's look at the other buzzer beaters during the week. There were two <laughs> buzzer beaters I want to talk about. Um, the first one occurred over at Farmington. Uh, no, over at Groves. It was between Groves and Farmington. Um, Tariq Shepard, who was a transfer from Detroit East English Village Prep, um, basically shot a 30-foot shot with about, and then, like, it goes right in the basket. So it was a swish. It was a swish. Mm. And it, that, how much time left? No time. No time left. Wow. And basically, a true buzzer beater. It was a buzzer beater. I mean, like I've seen the film of it. I go like, I'm going like, oh boy, this is another lo- another buzzer beating loss for Groves. This is probably like the third one they've had this year. Now Groves <laughs> has been on the right end of it, and they've been on the wrong yeah. end of it. So, they, so if there's a team that knows a ton of experience with buzzer beating success and heartbreaks, it is. Groves, it is the Falcons and Benny White's team here. Don't you? Isn't there a point where you kind of just shake your head and said, "There's, you, can you control these sorts of situations?" I mean, yeah, you can control these things. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I mean, I mean uh, someone hitting a thirty footer. I mean, uh, it seems like you'd be so keen to know that th- that potentially could happen to you that you'd have every defensive measure in place to prevent it but you got to give credit somebody sunk a 30 footer you gotta give farmington credit but farmington had a 13 point lead at one point oh. and groves came back took a lead late and then farmington just basically snatched wow. it from their hearts See, that's hard which which is that's worse brutal. which is worse that's worse that's horrible leading the whole way oh yeah, that that's tough. That's difficult. Um, and then let's go to um Oak Park Lake Orion. Yes, that was another buzzer beater. 
Um, Lake Orion started off up um, 23-9 at wow. the, end of the first quarter. And then, and then Oak Park's assistant coach um, lets his team have it. Oak Park goes, outscores Lake Orion, um, and it was 34-30 Lake Orion at the half. Whoa. Um, so you could tell what that motivation got for yeah. Oak Park. You know, well, you know, no matter them, what, it got them back into the game. Oak Park's not going away. No, right? I mean, you know that going in. Oh, I know that. And uh, even with the issue with Malik Carr, you know, he, um, of course, um, what happened with him was unfortunate, as we talked about a couple weeks yeah, ago on the yeah, podcast about saying he's transferring and not, but it wasn't a distraction, and he's no, back in the fold. And no, he's not back. In oh, the he's fold. not in yet. He's not. He's so oh, I he thought, was done for the year. Oh, yeah. Where was I? I know we talked about it, but I thought it was just uh, Twitter happy, and so he's he he did he remove was, himself. He's done for the year. Wow. Um. So I was sleeping over here, I guess. So when um, but back to the game. I mean, it ended yes. up becoming a back and forth game, a game of runs. Lake Orion then increased their lead to twelve. Oak Park came back, took a three Again? point lead late in the game, and then um, and then Hunter Sites answered the three point basket, and then of course. Ties it up at 66, and then, of course, it comes to the um, final seconds of the game. Of course, um, Hugh Van Heck misses a basket. Nate Talbot just goes up for the rebound and just Tip taps in. It, tips it in. No time on the clock. Lake Orion wins 68-66. And that was on the road. That was at, Lake, that was at Oak Park, yes. Yes, so big win. I mean, the ups and downs with the scoring for the Dragons, I mean, this kind of – Think that gives them momentum going into the postseason to kind of woke them up a little. I think it does because when you look at um what Lake Orient's been through this year, yeah. I mean like the they've been was. through a lot of ups and downs. Um, they were up early in the year. I mean like they looked re- they looked like they belonged, and then of course there was a downward stretch yeah. where they had um really struggling. Just but couldn't now- score. They just couldn't score. Just couldn't. No, actually, they couldn't defend. Period. Well, well, the three pointers. Three pointers. Yeah, them. the three pointers were killing them. And then now the three pointers are still killing this team. Of course, they allowed nine to Oak Park. That's a um, lot. And one to um, and one to Devonte Edwards. Devonte Edwards, he had thirty-one points in Whoa. that game against Lake Orion. He had thirty-one. I mean, Nate Talbot had thirty-five points, fifteen Whoa. rebounds in that game. That's he, insane. Yeah. That's insane. He could have had 40 and he missed a couple free throws. Wow. I mean, that's how insane that game went. So now when I look at, and then you got to look at Oak Park's side of things. Yeah. You know, they did knock off Ferndale University, blew them out. Okay. But now for them, and we're going to talk about this in the district segment, they got to go against Detroit UAD Jesuit, who could arguably be the best team in the state of Michigan. Yeah, you saw that one coming Early on, uh, as early soon as on. those brackets came out, and the realization is, it it could. Do they have enough? Do they have enough? That's the question. We're gonna preview that next segment. Yep. Um, but what team are you looking at heading? What team are you looking at in the district tournament? Adams. Why? Uh, just the way they handle themselves this year. Um. You know, having the injuries and bouncing back and just rattling off the way they did and looking very strong doing so, they're the ones I'm just keeping an eye on. I, I mean, it's between 1 and 1A, Oxford and Adams. Okay. Those are my two. Those are your two you're keeping yeah. an eye on. Yep. For me, I'm keeping an eye on Groves because Groves is a team that 
they could if they can get by Birmingham Brother Rice in their district in the opening game, I think they I think whoever wins that game is gonna win that district. Ooh. Um so what's pre we're gonna we're gonna head on to a break here. We're gonna sure. preview each district here on Oina. Music, weather, sports, and you. Me? Yes, you. You're listening to The Local Voice. Welcome back to OI Now here. I'm Sammy Timmy here with Ian Lockett. Hey. Um, let's preview the, um, the boys basketball district tournament coming up here. Dude. It is... Starts off, we're filming this today on Monday here. Yep. It is going to be really, really interesting. Yes, a lot of great games. A lot of great games. A lot games. of good matchups. Excited. Um, let's look what's gonna we're gonna go from division two to division one. Now Nick McCabe wrote his um projections. He doesn't have any OA teams making the um, final four. Really? None. None. So but I think it's even Clarkston? Not even Clarkson. Wow. Um so a team I think that I think might have a very good chance to get to the final four could be Ferndale. And the reason why I'm high on Ferndale is because, you know, the transfer story with They're Juan all back? Rick- no. But <laughs> no. But you have Juan Rickman there. Okay. Um taking over that team. They moved Ferndale out of that Birmingham Troy Country Day district and put him in their own district to include a team like Warren Lincoln. Oh. Um here's district we're gonna go district sixty first is division two. Um, you got Ferndale playing Madison Heights Lampier, Hazel Park taking on Ferndale University. Mm. The winner of Ferndale Madison Heights Lampier is taking on Centerline, and the winner of Hazel Park Ferndale University is taking on Warren Lincoln. Um, when I look at the favorite in that district, um, it's got to be Ferndale, especially with the league they play in. Yeah. Um, they've won seven of their last nine games. You know they. Yeah, they're they really gelling, and, and they've really played a tough schedule. When you yes. look at playing a team like Grand Blank, that's never easy. They played Ann Arbor Skyline, who is not bad. Yep. Um, of course, Ann Arbor Skyline, they're in a really, really ridiculous, tough district when you look at teams like Ypsilanti Lincoln, of yeah. course, with freshman Rail Amelia splitters. Bates. <laughs> um, and then you have um, Ypsilanti, you have Belleville Saline. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, that's brutal. Yeah. I mean. A lot of talent down there. A lot of talent in that Belleville district. Um, but when I look at the team that could give Ferndale problems, it's Warren Lincoln. The reason why I say Warren Lincoln is because when you look at this district, Warren Lincoln has any sort of talent on that team. I mean, they made the Mackum championship game and the Mackum and the uh, Mackum. I mean, they were in the Mackum silver and bronze title game. Mm. They were 11 and eight this year. Been very consistent, scoring 55 a game, allowing 55 a game. I mean, they have a ton of experience. So. That may be the team I think is going to give Ferndale problems. It's Warren Lincoln. Yeah. Now, people ask me, who's your dark horse candidate? Yeah, yeah. What do you got? Because, let's see, because, you know, Centerline's terrible. You look <laughs> at Mass and Ice Lampier, they've had a down year. Um, you look at Ferndale University, you know, they've, they've been up and down. I mean, so I I went my, I asked myself this. Ferndale University could be up and down. I mean, they're my, they're, they could they're be a surprise. They're a surprise. Surprise somebody? They'll get by Hazel Park. Hazel Park this year finished two and seventeen. I mean, well, we didn't last year. We saw some crazy upsets too. Yeah, we did. You don't think that uh, the not in this Hazel district. Park? No, no, not in this district. <laughs> they have one in them. No, 
Not even close. Yeah. <laughs> not even close. I'm just poking the bear. I know you're poking the bear, <laughs> but not even close. I mean, I'd be shocked if Hazel Park did pull off the ups against Burnley University. Well, yeah. Because Burnley University played Hazel Park early in the year and beat them. And Hazel Park, this is their last year in the OAA. Yeah. Um, something their, to prove. Something to prove. No? Had their last game in the OAA and got absolutely whooped by Oxford. Um, so that pretty much says that's st- that story. Do you see anybody Ferdinand in this district? No. I don't either. I really don't either. Sorry, Warren Lincoln. Sorry, Abes. <laughs> I know you have Abraham Lincoln, the great Abraham Lincoln, as your mascot, but you're not getting by the Eagles. Sorry. Sorry. Um, let's go to um. District number um, 61. This is at Birmingham, Detroit Country Day. Um, this is where Harrison and Pontiac are in this district. Um, you got Clawson taking on Blueby Hills, Cranbrook, Kingswood. You have Pontiac versus Pontiac, Nerd and Prep. Then the winner, Clawson and Blueby Hills, Cranbrook, Kingswood, taking on Birmingham, Detroit Country Day. And the winner of Pontiac and Nerd and Prep will take on Harrison. Um, now we got to answer ourselves this question. Where is Pontiac's heads at? After what happened against Oxford? Now, yeah, they knocked off Seaholm, but you got to wonder where this team's mental psyche's at. And you thought going into that Oxford matchup that you would be dialed in, ready to go. That's the type of game that will set the stage for the postseason for you. Because, I mean, in a sense, you're playing for a championship, right? Not, Not even in a sense. You are. You are. You were playing for a championship. And you lost your focus, and off the court shenanigans did you in? Yeah. Can you right the ship? You, this is a tough matchup for Pontiac going against Pontiac Notre Dame Prep. Of course, we saw Jack Cannon, really big guy. He can dominate a game. Notre Dame Prep played a really tough schedule. When you look at the likes that this team has played, I mean, they played the likes of Lake Orion, Orchard Lake, St. Mary's, Goodrich. Southfield Christian, Livonia Stevenson, and Avondale, and Warren Woods Tower. So that's not an easy slate for the Irish. You know, that is not an easy slate. And then you look at Bloomingdale's Cranbrook Kingswood, you know what I mean? They've had a nice year. They've won 13 games. They're on a collegiate course for Birmingham Detroit Country Day. Scott Bernstein of MI Prep Zone said in his top 10 teams when he wrote Pontiac, Pontiac's on a collision course with New Haven. Ooh. New Haven's very good. We've seen what New Haven can do. So he's saying he thinks this he was thinks just a Pontiac, one-off. They're going to roll through. One-off. They're going to roll through this district. Wow. I don't think it's that easy. And where are they playing out first round? Country Day, Birmingham Detroit Country Day. And I don't think it's going to be that easy for Pontiac. Well, not after what we saw. I, I mean, mean, Country Day. You know, they're coming off a six and fourteen year. Saw Whoa. departure of Julian Roper, who transferred to Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Um. But if you're Josh Schroeder, how do you get this team refocused? Yeah. How? Yeah. How? How do you get this team refocused? Well, sometimes it only takes maybe Oxford did it for him. Maybe. Woke him up. Like, uh, we can't just roll into this and it's going to be automatic. I mean, if you're Pontiac now, knowing that you didn't win a division, you won 18 games, and you hit, this is a given new opportunity here. You can go into a legendary gym and win in win a district here. This is an opportunity for Pontiac. Yes. But they've got to get by Northern Prep. Northern Prep's not an easy team. We saw that a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, Jack Cannon is the real deal. And I don't think Pontiac's got an answer for him. And I think that's a big problem going forward. I think if Pontiac, if they could knock off Noden Prep, then I think the sky's the limit for this team because they're going to get by Harrison. Harrison's terrible. Harrison's awful this year. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure they won seven games and all that, but but can you? They ain't getting by Pontiac. They ain't getting by Notre Dame Prep. I mean, but you never know. You never know. Yeah. I mean, like, and, pa- and then Pontiac's got to get their act together. Yes, they do. Do Do you see them getting their act together in this district? Do you think they can win this district? I agree with everything you said. Yeah, I think they can, but it, it it all depends on. I mean, you have to go in deeper. Their their starting center's gone. Right. Right. I mean, assuming for you the rest got, of the year. Yeah, you got you still got Dominic Stowell on everybody that team. Else. You got everybody else. Okay. How how impactful and did the offense run through their center? If it didn't run through the center, then I'd say they have a chance to adjust and do well. But if you have a center that's a dominant big man in the middle, and you know that you know you can run the offense through them if you need to, or if you need to change it up, you get some variety. Right. If you go one dimensional, then they're going to have a problem. Right. If they have nobody Pontiac, to step in the shoes. They shoot. got ten seniors on that team. They're a veteran team. Yes. They have to. Well, that's the shocker that uh, the way they. They crumble against Oxford. If yeah. You lose one guy, the team doesn't fold, or is there the whole, you know, the offensive philosophies rolling around this one dude, or they, yeah, or the, the team just was so shocked it happened they just couldn't focus and well, were like tripped they out. They're down twenty three six to start the first quarter. So. Yeah, that's true. I mean, but they, they for that to happen, they have to have Oxford either shot lights out, and Oxford or, and Pontiac came in rattled before the first opening tip. I think that's had to be it. That had to be it. They got to settle down. They, so they settle down. I think they should be okay. One missing one person should not make. No, it shouldn't. That huge of a. It shouldn't because that's the thing. It shouldn't, but it did. Yeah, I know. It did, and in the way it did. I mean, if it if it came down to let's say maybe a seven point loss or something like that, but that was that, that a, was a beat down. Yeah. So you think Pontiac wins this district? Uh, they you, they can. I think they, they have can. a chance to. Yeah. You still got Bloomfield, Cranbrook, Kingswood in there. Um, you still have Birmingham Detroit Country Day in there. Um, you have Notre Dame Prep. That's a very tough game for Pontiac yes. to start off with. Um, I'll, I'll say this. I'll give Pontiac. I'll give Pontiac. I'll give him a pass game. on that Oxford game because usually you bounce back after something like that. You wake up. You get a, a little a fire under your uh, under your shoes, and uh, they know it's it's for all. This is important. You know, it's postseason yes. time. You better wake up. If I'll give him a pass here. They can't let this happen again. They yeah, can't they're, they're let out. This happen again, or they're out. Okay, let's go from Division Two to Division One now. Let's go to District Number Thirty. It's going to be taking place at Utica Ford. This is more of a Macomb County district. Yeah, but there's one OA team in this district. You have Troy Athens taking on Chippewa Valley. Utica Ford taking on Stevenson. The winner of Athens and Chippewa Valley is taking on um, Mike Griffin's team over at Sterling Heights. Um. My storyline here is, can, does anybody in this district can knock off Sterling Heights Stevenson? I don't think so. Because Stevenson, ton of experience, won 14 games this year, have wins against Clarkson, Ann Arbor Skyline, Roseville, Macomb, Dakota. Yeah. Some that pretty much says it all. Good wins. That says it all. And they're taking on a Utica Ford team that's basically, yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, Athens this year finished three and seventeen. They get Chippewa Valley. Chippewa Valley was a five hundred team this year, actually eleven and nine. Got some experience. Do you think Athens can knock off Chippewa Valley? Um, no, unless something weird happens. I, if, I just and if Athens gets by Chippewa Valley, pulls out a miracle upset. Then you got to deal with Mike Griffin. Yes, I know. Then you got to deal with Mike Griffin's team. Yeah. And Sterling Heights has won seven of the last ten games. Yeah. I mean, they finished here. They were seven and um, they finished here uh, seven and seven and thirteen this year. Um, but that team is starting to buy in to Mike Griffin's two-three zone. They like the they love low-scoring games. They're still giving up a lot of points though. But you know, it's kind of interesting. Mike Griffin's two-three zone. You know what I mean? That you know, can be tough. If you're not used to a 2-3, it can be tough. As I said, you know, as I mentioned, of course, a couple. Griffin is no strings away. Coach at Lake Orion Girls last year. Mm-hmm. So this 2-3 zone could be very athletic. It could be very dangerous, very similar to that of the Syracuse teams. Of course, learning from um, Jim Beheim, Yeah. Who, if, you, um, if you have length on your team and you can run a very good 2-3. Yeah. You're, it basically shuts down the point guards. And yeah, basically it shuts down dribble, drive, penetration. Everything. Yep, and you're relying on those mid range jumpers finding the open spot. Finding the open shot. Can you hit threes? the 10, 12 footers? Can you yeah. hit them? Can you hit them? That's if the question. If you can't, it's a long. And I think that's night. what. And I think that's what Griffin's doing over at Sterling Heights is basically imposing that two three zone, you know, to full length. If he can do that, Sterling Heights is going to win a lot of games next year. Yeah. They're, they could even win some games in this tournament. Sterling Heights is definitely the fitting the bill for my dark horse. Ooh. That is a team to watch out for. If I'm like Athens or Chippewa Valley, I do not want to see <laughs> Sterling Heights. I don't want to see Mike Griffin's team at all. You know? Because that man can flat out coach. He can flat out coach. I mean, I think Athens is going to have their hands full. Yes. No doubt about it. And I don't know if they can knock off Sterling Heights even as we mentioned earlier. So it'll be very tough to say that. All right, let's go from District 30. Let's go to um district number um let's go to district number um twenty-nine. It's at Utica. Um you got on the small dinky gym at Utica Eyes High School. Um you got Utica Eisenhower taking on Rochester. Um mm-hmm. Utica High takes on Stony Creek. The winner of Rochester versus Utica Eisenhower is taking on Troy. Um, interesting mix. Interesting mix, you know, considering that surprise that Adams was not in this district. Considering you know you have Rochester and Stony yeah, Creek yeah. in there, um, and and Troy's actually. You think they in just want district. to break them up a little so it's not a all Rochester district? Well, last I mean, year was an all right. Yeah. Last year you Some had cl- complaints. Or? Last year you had Adams, Rochester, Stony Creek, Utica, Utica, Eisenhower, and we know the story with Utica Eisenhower. They had a rough year a year ago, but went in there and upset Rochester. Yes. You know, remember they had Hunter Shatler, LaMarco Gulich? Nobody saw that one coming. Mm-mm. Nobody. And, and for Utica Eisenhower, this is a really dangerous team, despite the fact they finished 10-10 and 10 and 2-8 and eight in the MAC Red. Um, they got a ton of experience back. That's for starters. Um, Utica Eisenhower could be a very tough out. They could be. I mean, I think they're going to beat Rochester again. <laughs> um, I think they're going to do that to him again. 
So, um, and then of course that winner's taking on Troy. Troy this year finished ten and ten. Oh, but they have they have the, they have two very good guards in Clay Sebastian and Brody Parker. Brody Parker's had a string of thirty point games lately. Whoa, Clay Sebastian had a twenty seven point game against Oak Park. I mean, so two guys I, carrying the no, load. Yeah, twenty seven against Blue Bay Hills. Parker at thirty against Oak Park. So both those guys carrying the load for Troy right now. When you look at Gary Fairlake's team, Troy has to be the favorite. <laughs> but if there's one team that I'm watching out for in that district, it's Stony Creek. Yeah. Because Stony Creek's an interesting team. They had a really off year, finished nine and eleven. Um, they got they got, of course, some guys that can take over games. Um, you know, I mean, like, they got a great draw. They're playing Utica first. Utica's not good. They are not good. I mean, Stony Creek's got some players. They got experience, too. And if Pat Galley can get some experience in the interior here in this one, if he can be a force in that interior, yeah. Stony Creek could be really dangerous. I mean, Stony Creek's a team that I think could, could get to the final. And I know a lot of people in Troy are a little nervous that they play Stony Creek because that could be a really good matchup. Yeah. I mean, it could be, <laughs> depending if um both teams get the district final. I don't see any reason why not. So, that'll be very interesting. Small gym, if it was Stony Creek against Troy. Now, if you guys are can ruin things, so yeah. we'll see. <laughs> That's why I said. It's an interesting mix. It is. You look at it and go, hmm, well, you have more, more than one avenue to say, hey, they could take it or they could take it. It's, but it's, it's I think the weird mix. part is where is Adams in this? You know. Yeah. Now we're gonna talk where Adams is at because it, that, on TV will be where Adams is at. Yeah, and that whole group is whole an group amazing is, setup. Uh huh. That whole group's loaded. Um, let's go to um Utica. Let's go to the um district over at Detroit Mumper District Twenty Five. You got Oak Park versus UD Jesuit. Southfield versus Redford Union. And then the winner of Oak Park UOD takes on Detroit Renaissance. Then the winner of Southfield and Redford Union takes on Detroit Mumford. Tough. Yeah. Um, Might be an understatement. Tough. Here's Tough. the storyline <laughs> heading in. Detroit Renaissance is probably the biggest story here in this district. We know what happened with Vito Jordan, <laughs> their head coach. We know what happened with him. Remind the listeners. Do we want to do we want to go through all that again? No. <laughs> if you want to read it, you can read it on my blog yeah. <laughs> here. I have it on the storyline here. It was a soap opera to say the least. Yes. But they won 15 games. Made the Detroit Public School League final. Lost to Detroit Cast Tech though. Um they had the coach of the year in um John White and they had the player of the year in Chandler Turner. That says a lot. Mhm. That says a lot. Um UD Jesuit has to be the favorite. They have to be. Anytime you have players like Daniel Friday, Kale Hunter, Jalen Thomas, JT Morgan, Pat Donnelly's team is absolutely loaded. Um, and when you look at it here, um, I think Oak Park and Southfield might have shots in this one, especially Southfield, because they have the talent. You know, Daryl Buchanan's done a massive job with this team. He's won 13 games. Clean big games, wins against Farmington, Southfield, Bradford, Groves, and Detroit Henry Ford. And they should get by Redford Union. Yeah. 
I mean, Cameron McEvans has been the real deal for this team. He's hit. I remember that Bother Beater hit to beat Avondale, and that was insane. <laughs> he has two Bother Beaters this year. Mm. One against Groves, one against Avondale. That's insane. Yeah, usually you don't see, in the high school level at least, some one person have two experiences like that, or at least take two teams down that way. Uh-huh. But that tells you about the player. He's crafty. He's crafty. And, and you He's get in the skilled. right right positions to make the right play at the right time. He is talented. I'll yeah. tell you Heck that yeah. much right now. Now, I know he's got it. I know his sister, Cheyenne, play, is a star player on the girls' team. But Cameron, my goodness, he's a good player. Yeah. Good athlete. Good athlete, too. I think he can lead Southfield if he can get by. It all depends if they can get. And I think Southfield's got a great draw. Really great draw. Because I think they can get by Detroit Mumford. Even mm. though they're the host, I think they can get by Detroit Mumford. Um, it's just that district at top side of the bracket with Oak Park, UAD Jesuit, Detroit Renaissance. Brutal. Brutal. Just brutal. Do you think Oak Park's got a chance to knock off UAD Jesuit? Mm, no. I'm going to say no. Maybe. How about a maybe? There's always a chance... You never know. I know, they got, I know Oak Park's got Fred Garland. There's always a chance. I know Oak Park's got Fred Garland, Stolman Johnson, Devontae Edwards. I mean, like, um, but come on. This is UD Jesuit. They got absolutely no answer for Jalen Thomas. They got no answer for Jalen Thomas. It's going to be a long night for Oak Park. It's going to be a long night for them. Um, and, but I think Southfield has got better, has got the chance in this district. They got a better chance in this district to do some damage. Okay, now let's go from the Detroit run the Detroit Mumford district. Let's go to the district over at Groves. Um, Groves Brother Ice, that's the big one yeah. at seven o'clock. Then you have Berkeley taking on Royal Oak, and the winner of Groves Brother Ice takes on Seaholm. Could this be Benny White's time <laughs> as long to win a district for this team? As long as there's not a buzzer beater involved in this, yeah. that's the thing. I mean, Bray and Brother Ice has played better. They got two transfers, of course, as mentioned. Um, Zach Maynard transferred from Adams, and then they got another one from Detroit Country Day. Oh, really? Um, so that's very interesting. But I know Ricky Palmer very well. He's a really good guy, good coach. Um, despite the record that they have, Birmingham Brother Rice, they play in a very tough league. You probably heard of the Catholic League, right? Yes. <laughs> With the likes of Orchard Lake, St. Mary's, nobody Detroit Catholic Central, and UD Jesuit. Yeah. That's brutal. Um, no cupcakes in that schedule. No, no. But you know my dark horse is in this district? Berkeley. Really? Berkeley. Yeah. Remember Sick. last year? Yes. Uh, remember last year when I said about this team? I said about <laughs> Berkeley, I said, like, this is like like the tale of two seasons for them. Uh, yeah. But they have managed to turn it around this year. They've had a good year. Good for them. What what are we looking at? Well, Berkeley this year's won eleven games. Wow. But thankfully for them, they're in a district where they're not in Wayne County. <laughs> Thankfully for them, they are going north, and I think they can get to the district final Friday night. Wow, that's how com confident I am in the Berkeley Bears. Royal Oak, I know with them, they've had a they've had a questionable year, questionable year. I know Aaron Smith very well, but I've been very disappointed at Royal Oak this year. But I'm guaranteeing it right now. Garrett. Berkeley Bears are going to the district final Friday night. Guarantee? Guaranteeing. Joe Servo, guaranteeing you're going to the district final Friday night. Wow. Write it down. 
Write it down. <laughs> Sammy, I, I, I haven't heard many guarantees out of you. Yeah. That's my guarantee of the week. Okay. Now, they're either going to be taking on Groves or Brother Ice. Who do you think it's going to be? Oh, jeez. Why not Groves? You're going Groves? Why not? I'm going Brother Ice, unfortunately. I think Birdman and Brother Ice, the way they're playing right now. But it wouldn't surprise me if Groves wins. Really wouldn't. They have home court. Like we said, the postseason, you never know what's going to happen. You get some kids that all of a sudden turn it on yeah. when it matters. And sometimes you can get performances out of people that you do not expect. No. Right? No. We see it on all levels. Yeah. And uh, that, that's why this time of year is so exciting because – on paper is one thing. I mean, you can, for the most part, during the regular season, you look on paper, you go, yeah, everything kind of just settles into place. But something happens when you get into the postseason. And all you have to do is get one inspired player, and they could change everything. It could change everything. Change everything, change everything for everything. your team. Let's go to District 18. I'm at Novi. You got Farmington taking on Novi. North Farmington taking on Logan and Stevenson. Farmington winner, Novi winner takes on CC. And North Farmington, Livonia Stevenson winner takes on Northville. Um, my storylines here is Farmington, as mentioned, haven't been themselves despite winning 15 games this year. Um, it still has some vulnerabilities. Think, um, it, think it's a mirage? I think so. But we'll see. They're, they're, they're a dark horse team to watch, along with North Farmington. But North Farmington's issue has been big courts. Um, <laughs> yeah, we talked about that. Yep, ask Clarkston, ask Lake Orion that question, mm-hmm. and Novi's got a big gym as we yes, talked sir. about. Yeah. Um, do I think North Farmington and Farmington have any chances to knock off Novi, Detroit, Catholic Central, and Northville? Um, CC lost two or three lately, which has oh. been odd. Um, Northville, they're solid. They got experience. I mean, as well, but but I still think CC has to be the favorite in this district over at Novi. Considering that you have Brandon Swanee, who is who coached at Novi last year, now coaching Novi Detroit Catholic Central, uh-huh. and you have Northville, who is a team that could has had a really nice year thus far, and could do some damage in this district. So I think it's going to be a tough call for Tom Negotian and of course Terrence Porter over at Farmington. I think it's going to be a tough challenge for both those teams in their respective districts, but. I'm watching Yusuf Jihad very carefully of North mm, Farmington. Yeah. I'm watching him very carefully because he's going to be the key to North's success in the districts. So we'll see what happens yeah. in that one. We'll see what happens. That's going to be a key matchup to figure out there in that one. Um, let's go to District 7. Um, we got two more districts to cover here. Um, District 7 is at Bloomfield Hills, starting off with West Bloomfield and Avondale. Then you have Orchard Lake St. Mary's taking on water for Mott. Ooh. And the winner of West Bloomfield Avenue takes on Bloomfield Hills. Um, Dominic, mm. I mean, Devon, Donovan Moore. We talked about West Bloomfield being a different team with him in the lineup. Um, West Bloomfield went 0-8 without him. 0-8. You know? So that's not even a, you know, maybe. They were 0-8 without him. Wow. And oh, that's, That is your stat of the day. That's your stat of the day, yes. Wow. Um, they're, West Bloomfield is 2-0 with, with them back in the lineup. Um, gives them bounce, especially him and Robert Johnson. Um, it really stabilizes West Bloomfield. Mm-hmm. Um, now you have a Bloomfield Hills problem <laughs> because Bloomfield Hills can go and shoot threes on you. Yep. Um, anytime you have Ben Muntz, Mason Canfield on that team. Orchard Lake St. Mary's is the interesting one here. 
because they won a district title last season. They have got they have Wisconsin commit Lauren Bowman. They have um, Peter Nowoki, who is being looked at by several schools, including Oakland University. Mm. And, of course, Kareem Rozier, um, the brother of Jillian Rozier. Um, Jillian will not be playing in this tournament because of the um, Horseshoe Lake St. Mary's eligibility rules. Oh. They have their own set of rules there. Oh, boy. So well, Yeah, the private school, right? Yeah. So that, that could be anything. That could be, yeah. But I'm curious to see. Does Avondale stand a chance here in this district? I think they got a shot. So does Waterford Mott, but Waterford Mott's got to play St. Mary's. Avondale's got to play West Bloomfield. But let's not forget what, what happened with West Bloomfield last year when they played Bloomfield Hills on their home gym. They were upset last year. Yes. You know, so anything's possible. Yes. <laughs> and it, it seems like, is there one dominant team in that group? No. Like you're going, oh, they, they, they're the t- top of the top. No, seems there's like, not one dominant group. I mean, you're looking at it going, and any one of these teams could beat anybody. Yeah, in that, any team can beat anybody in any given day. Yeah, that's a, that's kind of a toss-up uh, bracket there. That is, it really is a toss-up there. Um, so it'll be very interesting to see what yeah. happens at Bloomfield Hills, that beautiful scenery court over there. <laughs> and then, of course, we have one last district to talk about here is the um, District Six at Lake Orion, Oxford Romeo, Adams Clarkson. Winner of Oxford Romeo takes on Waterford Kettering. The winner of Adams and Clarkson takes on Lake Orion. Um. Is Clarkson back? That's the question. You know, are they back that state championship yeah. dominant? You think they are back? We, uh, no. I'm agreeing with you that, yes, that's the discussion. Yes. <laughs> I am not saying, yes, they're back. I mean, there's so many intangibles of last year's team that you cannot re- replicate that no. with this crew. No. Um, maybe in a couple years. Maybe. Maybe next year, the, the way the sh- scoring is rounding into place, you know, rounding into shape. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to be tough no matter who. I mean, we saw it. They rattled off how many in a row? They lost the first 17 two, straight. 17 straight. And in the red. And they're yep. playing quality teams. Yep. Um, I, I think they're the favorite, obviously, going in. Have to be. But there's there's, there's, there's no gimmies in this. There's no gimmies in no. this one. You got four teams in this district. And I've been hearing a lot about this district. This is, district is brutal. Loaded with loaded yeah. with good teams in this district. You look at you have the OA Red Champ in here. You have the OA White Champ in <laughs> here. You have the OA Blue Champ yes. in here. You have the OA Red Second Place yes. team in here. Yes, I mean like that is absolutely brutal. Yes, I, I I'm trying to remember when all the teams coming in where the pedigree was that hey yeah you got the hardware you have the hardware you have the hardware and you were runner up. I mean when's the last time we saw something like that happen? <laughs> Never. Not a lot. I mean, you usually have a top heavy. You got you got one heavyweight. Then you have a couple. This district is trying top to. heavy, and you have oh, three huge. teams in that district that are playing each other. You got Adams, Clarks, and that winner's getting Lake Ori. I mean, that's going to be a really, really tough one. Oxford, people say Oxford's got the best draw here. They do. But Romeo is a dangerous matchup for this team, considering Romeo's played, you know, Romeo's played the likes of Lake Orion. Warren Mott and New Haven. New Haven, of course, we know they have Romeo yeah, Wings. Yeah. New, ha- I mean, Warren Mott, they've had a really nice year. So when you look at and Romeo, Rome- this and, is a tough team. And Romeo, they postseason, you never know with these guys. They, I mean, they're, they're always tough, hard, hard players, tough team to get out. We'll see. Uh, we shall see. What You said you were uh, watching Adams uh, very carefully. I, I am. If Gunnar Walters and Ethan Immersion have the games of their lives, 
which I they're more than capable of. This could be my upset trap. I think Clarkson has to be careful yeah. in this district because they're they're they got all the hype around that team. Yes. But sometimes, you know, I the, mean, especially when it happens to young freshmen. You know what I mean? When it happens to freshmen. Now I know Fletcher Lawyer, Keegan was still they're not di- playing, not like, playing freshmen. like freshmen. No. But if they if they start getting the freshman jitters, that could be uh, some trouble. Especially if they keep it close. Yep. If, if things Adam, are close and they're trading leads back and forth, that could spell it, trouble. It can make you nervous. Or the the freshmen start trying to press uh, press too hard, mm-hmm. trying to do st- stuff outside the right what the the norm of what so they've been doing. So if you're Clarkston, you just gotta be yourself. Correct. If you're Adams, you know the pressure. You don't have a lot of pressure nope. on you. You should be play loose, man. Play loose if you're Adams. If you're Clarkston, you got everything against you right yeah. now. You know, and if that crowd turns on you, <laughs> that could be some trouble. Well, the one thing, too, about Clarkston, what do we say? They don't beat themselves. No. Right? And That's what it's been for football. That's what they've been for basketball. All along. I mean, the fundamentals are there. They So strong on the fundamentals. They don't beat themselves. If that mantra holds true... Then they shouldn't beat they, themselves. They should. They they are the favorite for a reason. Mm-hmm. And um, then of course we look at we talked about Oxford. Yeah. We talked a lot Lake Orion. You know we didn't talk much about Lake Orion. No. Here. I, I mean, you have all these heavyweights in there, and you're going, oh yeah, in Lake Orion. But taking down Oak Park on the road. Yeah, there's that, a that might raise some eyebrows and say, "Ooh, uh, well, they won three straight. That's, yeah, they won three straight. So they're hot I mean? coming in. They're hot coming in. You got Oxford, who's hot right now, nineteen and one right now. So what's they the layout? have to be on upset alert. So what's the layout again? Clarkston, Clarkston, Adams. Adams. Winner gets Lake Orion. Oxford Romeo. Winner gets Waterford Kettering. Yeah, Waterford Kettering. Yeah. I won't go there. I, I'm shaking my head. It won't I, I, go there. radio. I've, there's no I've, cameras today. I've seen, Ket- <laughs> I've seen Kettering play. I've seen Kettering play, and um, oh, boy. Yeah. That's all I have to say. So, I mean. I mean, they won't 9-11 this year. I mean, let's look. Let's have some fun. Let's say uh, Adams presses Clarkston to the limit. Clarkston prevails. They get Lake Orion, correct? Yep. Lake Orion. Pushes them to the limit. Do you think they'd soften them up for Oxford? You know what I mean? Yeah. That could happen. But it's, It could. I mean, they've got a... But it doesn't say Lake Orion you think, doesn't have do, a chance. Do you, do you think... Lake Orion... I mean, it's always hard to beat a team three times in one year. Clarkson's beat Lake Orion yes, twice. Yes, but look in the manner in which they did it. Yeah, blowouts. Blowouts. That's because Lake Orion has issues guarding, had issues guarding the, the three. three. And and you you just said and I mean, both those games Clarkson shot a high percentage from downtown. <laughs> yes, and and they have the guys to do it again. I know. And, they I do. mean, it's not going away. No. Uh, the only bo- bonus they have is they're in their own gym. Yep. The only bonus. And you know you're going to have a hometown crowd behind them. Yep. Uh, the crowd's been really good this year uh, for these guys. Mm-hmm. So, I I don't see them getting by unless something crazy happens. Unless so- if they shut if they, but they what if, if they Adam- shut down the three point line but by if, by fifty percent. What if Adams upsets Clarkson? Oh, what if Adams upsets Clarkson? Our, that changes the, everything. Well, that, well yeah, then of that course. Throws this whole discussion up. <laughs> yes, it does. But that's I mean, I mean, I still Adams has a chance. I think Adams I, has a chance. Do. And the reason why is Walters and Emerson have to go off. 
they have to go nuts. If Walter scores like 15, Emerson goes off for 25, you know, who knows? <laughs> and they has that happened? And also, look at the styles of play. Do they complement each other? Do they conflict with one another, right? They do complement each other. Right? So are they similar in style, or is one a defensive-heavy team, or rely on the offense only to take you through, you know? So that, that, that's the question. How do, how do they match up? Did they meet up this year? They did not meet up this year. It's even tougher. They did not meet up this year. Because sometimes if you go down to, let's say, a first-round opponent in a tournament and you've already played them, at least you know the tendencies. Right. You I mean, know, scouting's one thing. Scouting's one thing. But head-to-head, completely different bugging. That's a whole other one. So we'll see what happens. What, do you have any? Okay, any wild predictions? I'm not going <laughs> you to had, predict. You had, you had a guarantee. I had know, a guarantee Berkeley's this getting is, the final This Friday. is too crazy of a district yeah. to go, uh, yeah, okay, I got it. Yeah, I— and I've, and I've talked to the ONTV crew who is going to be calling that yes, game. Yes, yeah. And I gave them my previews, but I just I don't, I didn't do a prediction this week. Okay. If you want to look at my projections, who my favorites are, who my next team is, check out my blog at Sammy Semicolon, Termina Blogspot. Yeah, and do so. There's a lot of good info in there. A lot of good info. We're going to also do one for the girls as well, because awesome. their districts are next week as well. Yes. I mean, so that's going to be a huge one for the girls' side Absolutely. of things come district time. Now, well, as far as media coverage goes, if you if you guys want to tune in and watch, uh, if you have a, uh, a NFHS MHSAA account, you can buy mm-hmm. per game or the the season. Yep. Um. So I believe all the games at the Lake Orion District will be televised. Yes. So I know uh, we already got calls from Clarkston uh, uh, Independence TV over there saying, "Hey, get us a copy but of the also, game." And I, but also, if you you want to go to these games, you know what I mean. Yeah, go, go. please. Yeah. Please go. There are a lot it. of good games. Absolutely. Get in the room. A lot of good games. These guys. A lot yeah. of good games. And they're highly entertaining, especially this time of year. Oh, yeah. And it's the March quality. Madness. Oh, March Madness. Yeah. That's what it is. It's March Madness. I mean, yeah, you got this is this is a great time of year. <laughs> Absolutely. Is, like, seriously. Great time of year. Ton of fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and I, that's uh, we're recording this what at one uh, thirty on Monday, so we got two nineteen. Uh, we got uh, two nineteen right now, so we've got what uh, four and a half hours until tip. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm really, really excited for this district. It should be really for all these districts. For all know? of them, but all the Lake Orion, I just can't wait. Lake Orion one is going to be tough. I think Lake Orion one's going to be very interesting. Yeah. But I still think you know, out of the OA, out of OA, yeah, the district at Belleville is yes. mind-boggling. Yes. But then another game I'm watching, not in the OA, is Carmen Ainsworth taking on um Grand Blank. That's a uh, taking on um that's gonna at Davis. That's gonna be a good one. Yes. I mean we're focusing on OA teams and how yep. that might impact. But these guys, you, but those these districts too also impact OA too because in the OA, they can meet down that's the road. The, that's the roaring freight train coming from the other side. All right, coming from the quarterfinal. Or right. if you're looking at all these other teams, you know what I mean, dealing with the teams like. Like um, a Belleville or yes. anything like, and coming down south, they could be a threat. Correct. They could be a threat come um, later in the postseason tournaments. Yep. So interesting week. I mean, a lot of exciting games. My final thoughts this week, Ian. Um, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we shall see what happens. Do you have any? Um, I mean, I know we're kind of looking forward. We didn't. We didn't talk about the the ladies just yet because we're going to preview. Uh, yeah, we're going to preview girls basketball next week, right? Um, when I look at girls basketball right now, um. I will have a column up written up this week um, on the blog, so we will. I will preview the girls this week. Um, a lot of storylines there for the yeah. girls' side of things, um, considering that um, 
Is there any team that can knock Southfield off its yeah. matter? Um, Detroit Mumford, Detroit Renaissance could. Okay. You know, those are two teams I'm watching carefully there in the girls' side of things. Um, Stony Creek, that's another story right there. Um, the district at Lake Orion with Waterford Kettering, Lake Orion, Romeo, Oxford. I mean, Clarkston in there. Yep. Clarkston's playing much better. Yeah, they um, are. So we'll see what happens. Yep. So I will write a column on that. Okay. And then uh, the thing, too, is I know bat- since basketball's winding down, uh, we're looking forward to the spring season. Yep. I, uh, Mark Track, is here. It's baseball. time. You know, I got an email about Lacrosse baseball this year. Ooh. I got an email about baseball this year covering baseball. We from, will from one of our viewers, from one of our viewers. Um, uh, which, uh, Lake Orion baseball? Yeah, no. Or no. Uh, baseball, or just talking about baseball in general. Just talk about baseball in general. Well, we'll do the best we can. If if the listeners out there mm-hmm. have the hard part about doing this show, Sammy, you have so many contacts right. in the core sports. Mm-hmm. The hard part is trying to get information from these other guys, right. the, the other teams, and and the results because they're very. It's with Oakland Press's sports coverage kind of right. diminished it's kind now. Of diminished now. It's hard to get results unless unless. The listeners out there can share with us what's happening with their teams. Then we can report on it. Yeah. Um, be a part of our network. Get out there. If you if you know uh, there's a website we can take as a resource. Uh, uh, hell, send, send Sammy uh, the game results so yeah. we can at least comment on yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I can but we can only do what we can do here. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we set up our, just so you know, Sam, and the listeners out there, we've set up, ON TV has set up our spring sports schedule. Mm-hmm. And we're going to try to cover the usual stuff, some lacrosse. Baseball is not going to be in there, no. but softball, again, will be uh, soccer, of course. Um, track and field, we're going to try. Obviously, we have. We have the good, regional. We got good. The regionals coming to Lake Orion, which is a huge event. Uh, but, but there's also some uh, OAA uh, uh, implications. They changed the OAA championship meet t- uh, in the red to go the red and white combined. Mm-hmm. I That was new to me. But, uh, yeah, so we have our schedule made, and if you're interested in keeping up on that and watching games and things, tune into ONTV. Mm-hmm. Um, also, OCTV to the north of us will be covering a lot yep, of games. Independence as well. And, and independence. So we, we got these access centers up and humming and uh, bringing you as much uh, game coverage as we can. And, of course, Sammy's the resource yep. here at OA Now. All right. I'm going to sign it off right? here. Yep. I'm going to sign off here. Um, stay tuned to the games this week here. Um, yeah. Keep an eye on the blog here this week. All right, now I'm Sammy Timmy here. I'm going to sign off here. Take care, everybody. See you, Sam. Boy, now it's produced by Sammy Terramian, and the views on this show are his and his alone. If you like to make your own podcast like Sam and uh, I here at the OA Now, give us a call at ONTV at 248-393-1060. Podcast classes are now enrolling. Just a two-night course for $25. Are you kidding? That's cheap. Get in here. Make a show. That's it for OA Now for this week. We'll see you next time. See ya.